Hey, you guys, it's Kim. And yes, I'm still on my mini podcast break. And this is a replay of episode seven, um, which talked about how whack your New Year's resolutions are. <laughs> and don't get offended and don't come for me and my social media. But it is really important that we don't just put out these grand statements of what we're going to do without really having some sort of plan. Like you can have faith that things are going to happen, but if you're just dreaming and you have no plan, you just out here wishing. So take a listen to episode seven. I'm wishing you guys a very happy holiday season, a very happy new year season, and I will see you guys in 2023. Enjoy. Hey guys, my name is Kim Sanders and welcome to You Are Worth the Work, a podcast that reminds busy moms that following your dreams ain't all rainbows and roses, but you are worth the work that it takes to thrive in this life. After you listen, please rate and review the episode. Also, if you want to connect with me, I will have that info for you in the show notes. Let's get started. Okay, so as of the time of this recording, we are a week out from Christmas, which means we are two weeks from New Year's. And you know what that means, you guys. New Year's resolutions. No, seriously. <laughs> um, the whole point of today's episode is to talk about your New Year's resolutions, rather how whack they are. So we're going to talk about why your New Year's resolutions are whack. And because you know we're always about that action, what to do to get rid of them or make them better. So let's get started. So let's run some stats on these New Year's resolutions and the whackness of them all. First of all, most of y'all don't even set New Year's resolutions. <laughs> only 27% from what I've been reading, only around 27% of the people who were surveyed, they made any resolutions for 2020. Overall, here's your top three, and I bet you you can guess them. I should have done like a poll or something for this, but eat better, exercise, and save money. Gee, never heard that one before, right? It's always the same thing year after year. So why is it that we can't stick to them? There's there's quite a few reasons. I've got a few. One of them is because we make really lofty goals, right? So we get to the end of the year. We realize we haven't done the things that we wish we would have done. And we say, I'm going to save a million dollars. All right, but you don't have a plan, <laughs> right? We're going to do it, but how are we going to do it? We don't have a plan. One of the other things is it's not really your behavior that has to change. Well, it does, but you have to shift your mindset first, right? You can't just say, I want to lose weight, but then you hold the same emotional eating habits. You eat, you clean your plate even when you're full and you don't know the vegetable aisle from a hole in the wall, right? So we've got to shift our mindset. We've got to change the things that have gotten us to this point before we can change our behavior. Otherwise, we'll go hot and heavy for a couple of weeks and then we'll fizzle out just like everybody else does with their New Year's resolutions, right? One of the other things, and I talked about this in the last episode. So if you did not listen to episode six, 
of You Are Worth the Work, go back. Pause this. Go back to episode six because I talk all about accountability. You don't have an accountability structure. You don't have a squad, a crew, a person. You at least need a person or an app or something to check in with you. Something that will hold your feet to the fire that will make sure you're doing what you what you said that you wanted to do. Without that level of accountability, you can just vanish into the ether and nobody would ever know because one, you didn't tell anybody what your goals are. And two, or maybe you told people that don't care or, or maybe you just don't, you just don't have anyone. And I encourage you again, go back and listen to episode six. It talks all about accountability and why it's so important. So without this accountability structure, you're not going to change because again, you're going to fall back into your old habits. And that happens to everybody. We all fall short. We all make mistakes. We all get knocked down. Life happens. But with that accountability, you can bring it to your crew. You can bring it to your accountability group. Like that's what I do. Even in the ones that I'm leading and coaching, I bring my own struggles to them. Listen, I love French fries. Love them. I know I have to cut back on them. I know I need to find alternatives sometimes. And without those people that are checking for you, it's going to be much, much harder to succeed. The next thing, fear. You're scared. You are so scared of failing. You may be scared of succeeding. And I see this a lot when I'm coaching busy moms on like carving out time for themselves to start a business or to pursue their interests. They're so scared of what's going to happen if they launch a product and they fall on their face. Or they put themselves out there as, um, as a coach or someone to help other busy moms or help other women. And they're actually afraid of what's going to happen if this blows up. What am I going to do? <laughs> what happens if I blow up? If I become wildly successful at this, what is the rest of my life going to look like? It's really scary, right? So those are some of the reasons why we don't keep our resolutions. So after the break, we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do to help you and some tips because you know we're always about that action. Okay, so you wondered why your resolutions don't work and you probably knew all this. Like, you guys, I'm not telling you anything different than what you already know, but sometimes you need another voice. Maybe the voice in your head is just not enough. That's what I'm here for. You're welcome. All right. So how do we, one, just get rid of the resolutions, right? Because to me, a New Year's resolution sets you up for failure. Now, if you have goals that you truly, truly, truly want to achieve, you actually don't have to wait until January 1st to do this. As a matter of fact, I highly don't recommend it. Why? Here's why. Because if you wait till January 1st, what, I mean, what are you doing right now? You are able to at least get started on your goals or goal setting so that on January 1st or whatever arbitrary date that you would like to set, it can be January 2nd if you like. I've got an accountability group starting. So, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have to be January 1st. The point I'm trying to make is if you got these goals, if you're really, really excited and passionate about the things that you want to do in 2022, start now. I tell this to my clients all the time. Look, if you start today, you have plenty of time now to start planning, to start setting your calendar, to start 
looking at meal options to start figuring out which workout you're going to do if we haven't discussed it already. You have time to plan these things out so that on January 1 or whatever arbitrary date you like to set, it's go time. Or you can just get started and tweak it as you go. But since we're talking about New Year's resolution, if you're going to do it, here's what I suggest you do. Set big, hairy, audacious goals or BHAG. So one of my business mentors, her name is Keyshawn. She's amazing. Her fire is, she's on fire. So look her up, Keyshawn Graves. She is on um, Instagram and all that other good stuff, but she's on fire. Anyway, she talks to me and us in our group about setting big, hairy, audacious goals or BHAG. Why? Because why not? This life is way too short to be playing yourself like you're mediocre. Listen, you're not mediocre. You are so much above average and you don't even know it. You can do amazing things with who you are inside of you right now. You just have to want it and you have to want it bad. So set the big, hairy, audacious goal. Set high goals. Why not? And then dig deep. So set high goals and then dig real deep. Kim, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. What you want to do is start asking yourself questions. Start asking why. I want to be a millionaire. Why? Because I want to pay off all my debt. Why? Because I don't like seeing bills in my mailbox. Why? Because when I was a kid, they gave me anxiety. Why? Because we couldn't always pay our bills. That is a very good example. Um, but you can use this with anything. You can use it with weight loss. You can use it with launching a business. But if your why is not clear and defined or enough to at least stir some emotion in you at the first sight of the wind blowing or a raindrop or, you know, the kids acting out at school or your spouse, uh, dropping all kinds of un, unplanned things on you, you're going to quit what you're doing. You're going to push all of your stuff to the back burner so that you can take care of them. And as the title of this podcast tells you, you are worth the work that it takes. But if your why is not strong enough, you're going to push yourself to the back burner like you always have. So set your big, hairy, audacious goals. Next thing I want you to do, well, after your whys and experts say that you go seven layers deep in your why. So keep asking yourself why and you'll get to where you're going. Then I want you to break it down all the way down. So we've gone high. We've set the big, hairy, audacious goals. Now it's time to break them down into smart goals. I know you guys have heard this before. I'm telling you, I don't reinvent the wheel. I just present it a little differently. Smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely goals. So take your big, hairy, audacious goals, explain to yourself why you need to set said audacious goals, and break them down. Why? Because when you look up at a Sierra Redwood, it's really, really high. Not that you would ever want to chop that down, but in your mind, how are you going to do that? One swing at a time. One swing at a time. You're not just going to knock it over all at once. It's going to take time. You're going to have to break things down into measurable, specific goals. What do I mean by that? Kim, I want to lose weight. Okay. Care to be a little more specific? about it. How much do you want to lose? Why do you want to lose it? Is it a dress size you're looking for? Is it a lab result that you're looking for? Be very specific in that as you break down your goals. I want a certain number on my A1C. Okay, cool. Measurable. That's measurable. I want to do it. I want to do this specific thing. 
Don't make it all nebulous because you won't do it. Achievable. Is it something that when you break it down that you can actually do? And I'm not saying that you can't do stuff. What I'm saying is it has to be realistic. And I know that's another one, but it's got to be something that you can achieve, something you can check off. And that brings me to realistic. I'm going to, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, but I'm going to lose two pounds a week by drinking half a gallon of water each day and making sure that I have all of my portions of vegetables. See, and I'm going to do it in 60 days by this date so that you don't get all in the clouds and you're not all general. So that when someone says, have you reached your goals? And you're like, no, girl, I'm working on it. No, you're going to have specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely goals so that you can keep in with your accountability group. You're going to keep holding your feet to the fire. Okay. One of the other things that I talk about is working these things into your schedule. So this is part of breaking your goals down, right? I talk about, I talk to busy moms all the time and busy dads, but primarily to busy moms about scheduling their workouts, scheduling their meal plans, scheduling their self-care. Why? Because if it ain't on the calendar, it's not getting done, at least in my life. Like, I kid you not, I'm recording this in my car while my kids are at hitting practice. Okay? Why? Because I needed to get this done. The calendar did not necessarily allow it during my regular day, but they don't need me in there. I'm not the hidden coach. So <laughs> I, I excused myself and I penciled this in on my calendar that while I was here, because I'm their chauffeur, I was going to get stuff done. And I did. And if it's important to you, you will too. I've been known to do a workout outside while my kids were doing other things. I've been known to meal plan and meal prep while sitting in a training for work. Why? Because I can listen while I stir, right? So those are some of the things. One thing I encourage people to do always when they start working with me, one of the first things I ask people to do is, hey, I want you to journal your day, your schedule. I want to see what you do. Because the biggest thing I get is, Kim, I don't have time to what? To work out, to meal prep, to even explore my hobbies, to try to make them into something more substantial, like a business. I don't have time. Yeah, you do. You do. You just don't know it yet. So let me see what your day looks like. I want to see what you eat, what you drink, and what's on your calendar. And from there, we can start making changes. So work it into your schedule. And the accountability thing, I promise you guys, you need to go back and listen to episode six because it was the truth about accountability. Tell somebody. You know, if you keep your resolutions to yourself, the only person to hold you accountable is yourself. And so if you slip up, who's who you know? don't. Don't just tell yourself, tell a friend, invite a friend, invite a family member that y'all got the same resolutions. Anyway, I told you what the top three were. Y'all all got the same resolutions. Team up and get it done. Set those goals together. Sit around the table, the Zoom table or the real table, whatever works for you. And then lastly, y'all know I love this one. Be a scaredy cat and do it. Yes, I'm shamelessly plugging my previous episode. So please go take a listen to them. I believe that was episode two. 
that it is okay to be a scaredy cat. Why? Because that means you're taking action. You're doing the things that set your little cliched soul on fire and you're getting it done. You're taking the steps. And every time you take a step, you're flexing that confidence muscle. Yeah, you're going to mess up. It's all good. Yes, you're going to have to pivot, maybe. Yes, what you try first may not work, but if it is sustainable, if it is something that is measurable, if it is something that is achievable and realistic. For example, I would not recommend anybody eating like a thousand calories. I mean, go talk to your doctor, but they probably won't recommend it either. But there's some people who do that to jumpstart their weight loss, right? It's not realistic. Okay. You can be a scaredy cat and do that, but you'll be angry and hangry, right? But take sustainable steps. Things that you can do every single day to get better. And I promise you that you will. Now, will it happen in your time? Eh, probably not. Especially when it comes to weight loss, because our bodies, you know, they burn fat where they feel like burning fat (laughs) or losing fat. And so I say all of that to say, yes, resolutions are whack because you can start today. If you don't take anything else away from my action items, if you don't take anything else away from this whole podcast, but I wish you would take everything away from it and tell a friend, um, I would say, listen, start today. There's a goal that you have. Start today. Make it big, hairy, and audacious. Break it down. Chop it up. And just go. Ask for help. Find a coach. Find an accountability partner. All of those things. And I will almost guarantee that if you stick with it and you stay positive, and I'm not saying you have to be cheerful every day, but you stay focused on your goal and know that there's going to be bumps and bruises, you will not be one of the people in December of 2022 with the same resolutions that you had in 2021. Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.